in Perth when they had all those big massive storms. I landed and we'd done at least one lap around the airport because we couldn't come in and it was the roughest landing I've ever been through. I even had to hold my wine before descent because there was a bit of turbulence or I don't know, turbulence. And it was a six hour flight from Brisbane over to WA. Usually I have a sleepover in Adelaide. It's the first time I've ever done the big long haul. But seriously, for those of us that drive in, drive out every week. With a bootload of room. With a bootload of room to put your boots in. (laughs) As long as you've got the appropriate car. What's appropriate? One that's got wheels. Kick ass V8. My name is Mad Mumsy and I have been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cut mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. Oh, how do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? <laughs> oh, I crack me up. So I'm just going to record this audio blog for you from a recent trip that I did where I flew on a plane. I went with the real miner and I wrote a few notes down. So I'm adding this onto this episode and uh, (laughs) you might hear some noise in the background. This is the second night that I've been waiting for it to go away. They're doing the roadworks outside my studio, which is, you know, my house. And... I decided it wasn't that loud tonight. There's a lighting plant outside that is running. I'm used to sleeping under those, so I didn't have any trouble sleeping last night. And I thought, no, it'll be all right. It's not that loud. I've closed up the whole house, and now I'm starting to hear beeping noises. You know, the reversing noises? They haven't done that all bloody night, so they must be getting close. Anyway, I'm going to have a crack because... I haven't released an episode for a while and the guilt is getting in and every day that goes by, while I have the opportunity to do it, I really want to get her done, as the hard hat mentor, my sister, would say. You've either just heard from her or you'll hear from her next. I'm not sure where I'm going to put it. Well, I've edited that part of it because I didn't need to speak. That's something we'd already done. And that's the trip that we did where I went over and recorded some videos and we edited them and everything for her hard hat mentor online uh, school where she shares workshops and things so anyway you'll hear a bit more about that probably in the next episode which goodness me I've just realized it's going to be episode 50 wah wah two and a half years to do 50 episodes but I'm proud of what I've done and hopefully you've enjoyed some of them at least. So anyway, I'm just going to have a little drinky here before I read this post that I wrote. It'll be a couple of months ago now. Ah, 
Forex Gold can for new people who don't know. My regulars know that. And I have news as well. I came back from a recent trip. I went down to see Pink with my daughter and met my other daughter down there. And it was awesome. My God, Pink freaking rocks, right? She makes a... A, uh, she makes an appearance in this blog post. <laughs> You'll have to keep listening to hear what that is. And that was a while ago I wrote that. Um, but it's a very long story. I ended up bringing back one of our family dogs, little dog. She's a creepy little weird. <laughs> well, she's not creepy. She's cute. She's seven now. She's starting to go a bit grey. And she's a miniature foxy, but she's one of those taller kind of foxies. And she's really skinny, kind of like a whippet or a greyhound, I'll put photos of her in the show notes, which can be found at madmumsy.com forward slash beers 49, the number 49. And when she was little, we used to call her the Wendy Shaken Dog. I don't know if you remember that advert. And they had like a, a dashboard toy where the head shakes when your car moves and stuff. And that's what she looks like. She sits there and she goes, ooh, and she shakes. So at the moment, she's with me. Oh, I can't see her. Hang on. You what, Linda? Yes, she's laying down on the floor. I think she's a bit hot up here in North Queensland. Tomorrow's the first day of summer. She <laughs> doesn't know, although she was actually, she was born in this house. So there you go. A little bit of history for you. And... uh now I need another drink now <laughs> it's been so long I feel like I miss you <laughs> all right I'm going to read this out I ran through it and gave it a bit of an edit so I might have to fix it up as I'm going along but this is something that I wrote a while ago Flying back from holidays recently, I realised I would not want to do this every time I had to go out or return from work. Drive to the airport, line up, check in, buy expensive, tasteless food and wait with everyone else for a plane that may or may not leave on time. People watching, I enjoy though. Many faces looked familiar. Oh, were they famous? There were plenty of elderly poms having fun on a holiday, little kids having perhaps their first experience of watching the big planes out the airport window. You've seen it, you've even done it, crouching down low, explaining the ins and outs of the luggage being loaded onto the plane. Lots of business people, entrepreneurs, digital nomads, talking with an earpiece, looking cool and important, banging away on their device. That's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. And then I heard a lady say she'd come back from a buying trip. Ooh, that could be me one day too. Different styles of dress sense as well. <laughs> from me in my three-quarter denims and a big T-shirt with my flash new white Kmart thongs on to smart-dressed women and men. Where are they heading? Meetings, perhaps? Or do they just dress that way as a matter of course? Foreigners, families, sporting teams, school kids. A few elderly couples looking a bit lost and confused. It reminded me of my dad. He gets a bit worked up when they change the system at the airport, check-in especially. 
Oh, lovey dad. The young ones with the latest trending headphones, skirts, shorts, hats, shoes and sunnies. Nothing too crazy going around right now. Us country folk learn the new crazes as they are on the way out. Oh, that doesn't really make sense, but what I was <laughs> what I was trying to say is that by the time I find out about a craze and maybe catch up to it, you go back to the city next time, it's like, oh, that is so last year. In the lift, I saw my first high-vis shirts, and that's when I knew we were heading home. That's what got me thinking, could I do FIFO every week? Need a drink, that's a lot of reading there. Time to board. I turned off my podcast and was told to take the rear stairs. The lady in front was told to do the same. When it came time to split, you know, in the corridor on the way down, so if you go into the front, you keep going, and if you go into the back, you turn right. But I digress. I'll do that again. When it came time to split, she kept going, clearly disobeying orders and procedure. Why? I chose to think she had bad knees and didn't want to go down the stairs, across the tarmac, and then up the stairs again. We met again on the plane as she squeezed past the hostess, who knew the choice she had made to ignore the plan. Each time I fly, things have changed in regards to devices. And believe me, side note, I take lots of devices. <laughs> more, more devices than clothes, sometimes. Different airlines, airports and planes seem to vary what you can and cannot have on board. I was sure the last time I flew, the need to place your computer in the sexy blue tray for scanning was no longer required. But this trip it was. And it has been ever since, so I don't know what trip that was <laughs> that I didn't have to do it. You can now leave your smaller devices turned on, so long as in airplane mode, like your phone and your iPad. You can hook up to the in-flight Wi-Fi if you have read the instructions and set it up prior to the last cabin door closing. <sighs> Oops, too late. I missed that one. Well, that's okay, because I like to be offline, so I can write without interruptions. On the flight down, I wrote in a notepad with a good old pen and paper. It's enjoyable to me to do that, then type and expand on it later. So on our flight home, I decided to do the same thing. I wasn't sure what I would write about until we were waiting on the tarmac. I know, FIFO. Who would like this? I mean, <laughs> digressing, who would like to do this all the time is what I thought, not who would like me to read this. <laughs> oh, crack me up. So, out came my notepad, but I had no pen in my bag. What sort of bloody rider had no pen? It must be in my backpack placed in my overhead locker. No amount of sweet talk in the real minor could make him stand up and get it out for me, although I didn't push too hard. We had an awesome holiday and I'm sure I can cope without a pen for just over an hour as he reads his five car magazines. 
Now, when uh, digressing again, <laughs> when I was editing this, I thought, why didn't I just get out and get it myself? I don't need a man to get my pen, but I like the window seat and I would have to make two other people move. So it's only recently I've actually started getting up and going to the toilet. So, so that's why. The hostesses started, well, hostesses, hosties, stewards, I think they're called now, because a lot of times you'll see a male uh, airline steward, I believe is the PC word. The stewards, which sounds weird, started their safety talk. Please pay attention to you when you're on a plane. I try to because I'm nice. Not really because I think we might crash. However, we were glad on this flight to be... Oh, I can hear the reversing beepers. I certainly hope you can. You can't hear that. Time for a drink. We whinge about the highways and then we whinge about them fixing it. <laughs> Love you, government. So... Uh, we were glad to be at the back of the plane, hence the rear stairs, this time. The real miner pointed out when we were up the front that they fly into the mountain and they crash front first. Gee, thanks. So up the back is better, in other words. But it sucks if you're at the back and they say, due to whatever reason, we are going to only come out of the front stairs and the only reason that that is a good thing is when it's freezing cold and pissing down with rain and the front stairs get to go up the tunnel and the back stairs have to leg it over the tarmac and that happened when I went to my sister's hard hat mentor a couple of weeks ago in Perth when they had all those big massive storms I landed in I landed and we'd done at least one lap around the airport because we couldn't come in and it was the roughest landing I've ever been through. I even had to hold my wine when we before descent because there was a bit of turbulence or what do I Turbulence. And it was a six hour flight from Brisbane over to WA. Usually I have a sleepover in Adelaide. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever done the big long haul. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And that's that night that you'll hear in this episode, or you may have already heard, uh, me and Hard Hat Mentor talking about that. So I won't go on. Anyway, Mad Mumsy, back to the article. I'm hopeless when it comes to an audio blog. Okay, so, uh, yes, there we are. The real miner pointed out that planes crash at the front, so if you're at the back, you're probably safer. As I watched the hostess, I noticed no one around us was. No one. No one else was watching. Would I if I flew every week? Am I that nice? Then the spiel came on about luggage moving in the overhead lockers during the flight. So be careful because things might fall out. This reminded me of a pink song and it always has. And it makes me laugh. I bet she wrote that on a plane trip. While we were on the flight, 
I thought about people that are doing this all the time and how complacent and blasé it would be, all of the safety messages, and that when we were taking off, I noticed no one around us was watching. Would I if I flew every week? I did it because I'm nice, but am I that nice? As we were landing, the spiel came on about luggage moving in the overhead lockers during flight. So be careful because things may have fall out or they may have moved. This always reminds me of a pink song, uh, Catch 22, that makes me laugh. I bet she wrote this that whole song on a plane trip as I'm writing this. If you don't know the song, I'll read you the part that I'm talking about, which is at the end, but it, she speaks this. So, um, I love you, Pink. <laughs> we realise you had many choices and on behalf of all of us at Pink Airlines, we'd like to thank you for flying with us. We hope you have a wonderful stay wherever your destination may be. And remember, be careful when retrieving your items as during the flight they may have shifted and might fall out on you or your neighbour's head and knock you the fuck out. <laughs> oh, Pig, that's, that's a classic, absolute cracker. <sighs> Cheers to you. So, no, I didn't get a pen or my iPad out of the overhead locker. I typed this into my elephant, my Evernote app, on my phone. It's not as creative as writing or typing on my Bluetooth keyboard with my iPad, but it did help me to get through my craving to write, surrounded by people, out of my comfort zone with ideas flooding in. This trip I've realised I can write a lot when I'm around people and action. Coffee shops, planes, airport lounges... It started me thinking where I can go at home to just write, not work on my website and check emails and social media, just write. Write stories and thoughts to be used as required later and expanded upon. People watch, purchase a bevy and food if needed. Hmm, There better be a toilet nearby. Spread out some folders and notebooks, iPad and phone. I don't even really need service. That is being a digital nomad and this is the dream I am working towards. (laughs) Holding hands with a real miner as we come into land, it's our tradition. Well, it's my tradition. I do it. I grab his hand. And when I'm by myself, it's not quite the same. On one of my flights recently when I went to WA... There was a couple, I'd say an older couple, but they're probably about my age. And I had the aisle seat, which is good if you need to duck out and go to the toilet. Um, And they had the window and the middle seat. And I noticed that when they took off and landed, they held hands too. Just like me and the real miner. (laughs) As we start our descent, I'm thinking perhaps FIFO could work for me. I can't do all this when driving in and out, but I do record into an app to transcribe later, listen to podcasts and learn new things. Time to learn, time to create, 
time to plan. This is living. Now for a word from our sponsor, Julia Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group. Julia's my awesome accountant. She's written two books with financial expert Noel Whitaker, and she's got a passion to help us miners make the most out of our hard-earned cash. She's got heaps of tips and make sure that we get every cent we are meant to get and is right on the ball with everything. If you head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners, that's B-A-N-T-A-C-S, you can download a free booklet all just for us miners. And there's also a spreadsheet in there that helps you check off what tools you have for your trade, like your isolation lock, work boots, seven shirts, all of these sorts of things, and you can weigh them up and it'll tell you if you qualify weight-wise to claim your trips out to work. And that's just one of the things that they've got over there. So I strongly urge you to head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners and see what they can do and find your nearest office as we come up to tax time. They're really on the ball, know what's going on with the tax department and there's heaps of other free information like property investing. If you really plan on doing some great things with your money, you want to do that, right? If you want to sell your house, can save a lot of money if you find out what to do first rather than in hindsight. And Julia, she'll, you know, make sure you get it right. And if you do it wrong, and then go and see her, she'll, <laughs> she'll up you <laughs> in the nicest possible way because she really cares about us and wants us to keep our money and not give it to the tax department. Anyway, head over to bantax.com.au forward slash miners and tell them Mad Mumsy sent you. So I have a little bit of news. Over the last week or so, I've been setting up an account on Patreon. Woohoo! What a mission to sort out, but it's now cranking and it's patreon.com forward slash beers with a minor, which you should remember the name of the podcast. (laughs) But what's that? You've never heard of Patreon? Well, in my podcasting and online world, it's huge. Most online creators such as podcasters and YouTubers, people like that, have a Patreon account. This is where your peeps, your tribe, your lifers, the people that love you, like you, (laughs) can share a bit of love with you each month. It is a monetary uh, donation, I guess it is, and that's what I've done. So if you feel like you're liking what I'm doing and finding it valuable, perhaps you've done the free courses over at Teachable, or you just like the podcast, it really does help cover a few expenses because, you know, there's software and all sorts of stuff. But, um, yeah, not nagging you. Only if you feel the need, you can start at a dollar and go up to thousands (laughs) every month. Um, And I would like to acknowledge my very first Patreon. Thank you so much to Nicole Kingdon. You are freaking awesome. Woohoo! And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. It was within an hour or so of sharing it on my Facebook page. Reluctantly, I was like, oh, this just feels a bit bit weird. But um, 
it's a way if you are enjoying what I do that you can uh, help me out a little bit each month, which would be great. Thanks again, Nicole. You rock. I'm your number one fan this month. <laughs> now, on with the episode. Cheers. So what you're about to hear is Mad Mumsy and Hard Hat Mentor, a couple of sisters who haven't seen each other for a couple of years, shoot the breeze about <laughs> catching planes. And it's quite funny, we think, and I really wanted to share it with you. The reference you need to know about the Netflix show called The Good Place, which, spoiler alert, isn't really very good. <laughs> it's, anyway, shh. I had never heard of it before, but Blister had, and so the whole time I was over there, pretty much, you don't say the F word, you say fork instead. Because in the good place, you can't physically even say it. It's not that you're not allowed to. You just, you can't say it. So that's what makes it so funny. So fork you, fork that. You'll hear a lot of that in this. And also you can't say shit. So you say shirt. And it's just fork and hilarious. And um, I hope that you enjoy it as much as we did and more to the point, you get the message that comes across in this conversation with a couple of sisters shooting the breeze. Back in the day, we used to have a boogie session and dance and sing and keep the neighbours awake. And now we usually hit record. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I hope that you enjoy it. Cheers. You know how you put your boots and one's that way and the one's on top of it that way and the toes are at different ends? Yeah, but see, I've never done that. Yeah, but that's because you drive to work. If you had to pack them in a bag and fly with minimal space, that's how they fit best. Oh, right. Fly well, boat. yeah, I just throw them in my boot. But how? I throw my boot. I throw, <laughs> I throw my boots boot in the boot. Fuck you. I fork you. I'm going to get on a fork and plane. Ten kilo limits sometimes. Ten kilos, yeah. Well, really? <laughs> Welcome to my world. Oh my god! See the difference. You well, can take your life out there if you want. And I have every time. I have done you that. Can take four goal, mate. It's bullshit. Well, but each trip you go, if you have got a permanent room, you can take. Oh, and in a, this universe, has that happened in my life? I've been in expansion within resources, and now you got to pack your room up every time you go home. I remember every there, time and put it in a. In storage area somewhere. Yeah. Oh, it's bullshit. I hate that. Permanent room is operations, not construction expansion within resources. I remember you had a permanent room somewhere for some time and you took a little bit more out every time oh, and then you only got God. one helicopter ride off or plane, plane yeah. it would have been. And I had to ship it all <laughs> in boxes. So, you know. So don't take your shirt out there oh, unless man. it's your PPE. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, Lord. But so, uh, that's... Well, and the other thing I wanted to talk about, because it's real and raw, is I just flew here from the other side of the country, <laughs> and which is great, and it's grand and everything. Do you want a reframe or what? <laughs> no, but... what I... She's uh, whinging. No, I'm not whinging. What makes you think I'm whinging? I'm just saying... Or the tone. But what I wanted to get down on paper or into was record pro is... Imagine doing that every week. 
Oh my god! You've got to be <laughs> Troy oh. every single month. I didn't even oh know that was meant to be funny. You try. <laughs> you try every single month flying to British Columbia from Perth. Every single month. There so how long does that take? Uh, well, one leg is 17 hours in the air. Oh. 17 hours. And they took business class away, so it was all cattle. Down with a great unwashed horse. <laughs> so well, that's where I was today. <laughs> and all the snotty little brats and, oh, my God. Because I was business class before that. Oh, so, yeah, you would have noticed big time. And then it was flying me from here to Brisbane because I didn't fly from there. And then fly from Brisbane to Los Angeles and then Los Angeles to San Jose, if you were lucky. One time I had to stop in Ecuador. Oh, oh is that where the equator is? fun in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, El Salvador. Oh, I El Salvador. El Salvador. Oh. Uh, that was interesting. Oh. That was very, very interesting. You, you, you want to be no. see me scared? Oh. I said to old mate travelling with you. You want to see you scared? You keep doing come making that noise. You such a podcaster. Can you come and walk me to the toilet, please? Wasn't it? Wasn't good. Wasn't good. Anyway, stop me now. No, because I haven't even spoken about oh, my sorry. flight yet. Well, we have to have that word. We have to find the code word to say shut the fork up, Dory. <laughs> shut the fork up. That's it. <laughs> oh no! Well, we. we well, that's we, a good point. Okay. What That's alright. Breathe. Or breathe. Floor. Hand up. Floor. Floor. What's Do that? Do a Jamoan wave. A Jamoan wave. On the steering wheel. That hill. means my turn now. We're know, both his, he came over and he said, Ollie's when they drive, all they do is their little finger, they go. And that's the jam- oh, you that's do. our way. Yeah. Some people, people do too. One finger. But one, yeah. And he was so funny, his little face, and he went. Mm. And, and I thought, I that's saw so true. that. So maybe you can just yes. go, which means. Shut the fork up. Oh, yeah, but you might do it back to me in anger. I'm going <laughs> to say, in a minute. In a, give me, just let me this thought. Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. <laughs> all right. But all I wanted to really mention was <laughs> I... Tell, um, oh you started God. this whole thing I was flying. Apparently. <laughs> I was flying. Imagine doing that every week. Right. Oh, uh, my God, that'd be fucked. But <laughs> it was, it was, so there I was. <laughs> I can't believe you said Shut that. up. Right, <laughs> so... But seriously, yeah. for those of us that drive in, drive out mm-hmm. every week. With a bootload of room. With a bootload of room to put your boots in. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you've got the appropriate car. Um, <laughs> What's appropriate? <laughs> One that's got wheels Kick and ass V8. Because you've got to have toys. Yeah, well, you might have to. See, we have our own challenges when you have... Floods and if it's flooded, forget it and all of that. But like, oh, which how flooded? Go is... to work. Oh, that'd be forked. Yeah, that'd be go the go the seven hour long way round, and you still might not get there. Well, we get that. We're gonna sit, just sit at the airport, yeah, like fucking I... pithy on a rock bung for six hours, <laughs> and see if they, they won't let you go home. They won't let you get bung. on the plane. What the oh fuck? Oh my god! Anything, my biggest on... my biggest thing was as I was sitting at the bar, <laughs> having my second pint. <laughs> And normally I drink a can today. But I, today, yes. And I thought, oh no, I'll have um, I'll be posh and have it out of a glass. glass. <laughs> oh well, you got because I am on a business and expenses page. <laughs> did I pay for the four beer? No, you didn't. Oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> but I did get a receipt. Oh, and a So my accountant will be happy. <laughs> I got a bit peckish, so I got some. <laughs> 
Sweet. Sweet. Stop laughing at me. It's true. Sweet potato chips. Oh, were they, they, they No, they were, they were oily. They were. They were really deep fried and oily, but they As went down well over time. Chips, yeah, yeah, but not that. When no. I make, no, it wouldn't nut. Just okay. gluggy oily. Oh, so not crisps. Actual hot chips. Hot chips. Oh, instead right. I of, thought you said they were a bit. Because you can buy, like, chippies. Yeah, but um, a sweet, sweet potato. potato. Fair thinking, I didn't Hell know yeah. that. Oh, fuck. Oh, glad I didn't know that. <laughs> I can't say Please that word anymore. Oh, I'm never going to say the F word again after this week. <laughs> It'll be fork. <laughs> I've been doing it yes. for a long time. Um, so, I thought uh-oh. that each... T- uh-oh. <laughs> I, I had a thought <laughs> that each time, every week, that I went, I'd want to have a beer before my flight and, you know, if it gets delayed or you get there early, I might want two and then you might have one on the plane, something neat. Like the expenses I used to, <laughs> I, was, I was really, I was Maybe really good. Nice coffee at the BB. Yes, you that's what I was going to say. I cut down on my two iced coffee trip because <laughs> the accountant said, do you, if you, when I interviewed her on my podcast, how much it, uh, Adds up to over Hell the year, yeah. especially then we were doing four and four, now, four days, four off. Think about this. That's eight iced coffees think about in this. four days. We don't fly to an airport, so what challenge do you think that presents when it comes to expenses? You gonna drive there? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna, where are you gonna park your car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's a challenge because the few FIFO people I know over in Queensland, yeah, some no. of them, some of them park up the road and they get. Well, you got to pay. You yeah, pay to park. Some of them park their cars in places you're not meant to park. Yeah, I would do that because of. Is it, we're we're like, in a we're in a rural town. Yeah, we're not in, you know yeah well, big city capital of Australia nearly. I think they all are. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> They're all claiming that. They're all claiming that <laughs> yeah. claim to fame. That's not a fame, you but want. you know that's another expense. And like you say, but a lot of the people who do FIFO don't actually go to real airports. Like there's a whole swag of regional. Regional real airport. How do you have a, what is it? A pretend well, it's airport? Not fuck, it's not Falk and Qantas or Virgin. There's skippers. There's a national jet. There's a thousand regional. Like <laughs> Buster Asmona, he flies out to a, a band camp, and there's a whole squadron of um, there's there's national jet skippers. Um, we when we went to um, the the band camp that's offshore and you know big oil and gas jobby. Um, we flew with Cobham and they're all sort of in one little area. Yeah. About 10 minutes away from the actual airport. There's no beers there, mate. What, really? That, well, do they don't, think, they don't have well, a bar. The only place they fly to are mine sites. Do you think they want to have a bar there? Do you think they want to encourage people to enjoy life and get on plane after? Hell but, no. They don't have a bar. Do you, they don't do you think, but you'd think... They want to make money. No, no, no. Because who are their clients? Mm. Is that it? That's it. Minus. That's all they do. And a lot of them fly straight to site. They only fly straight to site. They don't get there the night before. Some do. Yeah, if because our shift. FIFO people would. If they're on night shift. Um, or day, well, some do. But no, our, our lot would there'd be a fright if they had to waste one night. Uh, where they could be home because we're in WA so most most of the sites aren't that far you know not that far 
Did they are? Compared to Queensland. Well, it my, takes well, me two hours in my no, car. You've got to get up at two o'clock in the morning, get your ass there and get on a plane at six o'clock in the morning, get there and go to work. That's what they do to you. Mm. That's what they do. The people on night shift, well, they usually finish their swing on night shift. Yeah, start day shift, finish night shift. Yeah, so yeah. they get their money's worth out of them. But, um, so no, they, there's no way they're going to, they would want them to and they probably couldn't afford to even apply for a, a licence. Um, but they don't want that. They don't want them to. But they have a very nice coffee truck that comes. <laughs> coffee truck. And they have muffins. Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose yeah. it's six o'clock in the morning. And... Well, no, they're 24-7. These, these places hardly ever shut. Yeah, well, okay. Like, they have flights all the time, all the time, all the time because there's many different sites and many different flights. And so, you know, there's all through the day and all through the night nearly. Mm. It's truly unbelievable. It's a whole other world. And the car parks are... There's, there's more car parks and they're all paid and boom gates and stuff. So that's how they're making money? That's another way they're making money. Yeah. Yep. By yep. having their cars in Some there. of our... Um, <clears throat> for a while, the, the busted ass miner and some of his crew, they bought a shirt fighter car for a couple of grand and a whole mob of them piled in it because they were on the same um, crew. And I thought, oh, my God. Like, it was cop bait for sure. Oh, my it Lord. What have business. they done? Oh, very bad business. And you should have heard it. Blah, blah. It made all these noises and they'd take turns in who would replace the tyres or who would do this or... <laughs> Whenever they got out and got home, they'd open the doors and all the bear cans and fall out. It was very bad business. <laughs> but it lasted about five years, this car. And oh, so gee. it was the only car left out in the weather for the whole week. Yeah. You know, it's out in the elements. It's not good. <laughs> um, and they didn't get it. And they got... Oh. Anywho, yeah. I hope this isn't a real podcast. Why? We'll see what we think. Will we? Well, that's something else about being on the plane. You got to deal with other people, and you got to deal with kids. In the world in their face. There was kids, kids, kids. Well, that's the good news. You don't get. I don't get that in my car. And that's the good news about a a flight that goes straight to your airstrip on your site. Whether it's yeah, whether it's a big kick-ass hundred-seater plane or a little five-seater plane, because I've done both. There's no kids, mate. Kids ain't allowed on site. No one under 18 is allowed on site. So, yay. No offence to kids. But like in my world, the ones over in Brisbane, yeah, they're just getting on a normal plane, like what I was on today and flying up there. They're not as – it's not as specific here over there as it is here. No, because they're not actually going to site. They're going close to site and then they've got to put a bus out there or something. Yeah, and probably. then they get to site. Yeah, yeah, whereas most of them over here are five they got the their difference. own strips. Hey, yeah. That's cool. yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we might call them, eh? I think so. Yeah. Please. Voice is going. Yes, I can hear it. I didn't know you were actually doing a proper thing again. I thought we were just chatting. Neither did I, but we got some gold. So I hope that you enjoyed that chat as much as we did. It was really fun and (laughs) she has made me say that she buggered up the countries when she was talking about her flight over to Costa Rica. I didn't notice but she said if anyone does notice they'll know that you don't go that way to get there and she was a little bit horrified about that so I have to make that correction for her. Fork in hell. She's a high maintenance bloody client, I tell you. <laughs> and the other thing I'd like to say is that 
since she's been on the earlier episodes, which are in the show notes, show notes can be found at madmumsy.com forward slash beers 49. A lot of new things are unfolding, hence my visit over to WA. And you'll find out a lot more in the next episode. So make sure that you tune in. Hopefully that won't be too far away for you. And if you're listening in the future, you can just hit next and you'll hear it straight away. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. And please share with your mates that they should get on board and listen to this episode. If you know anyone trying to get a job in the mines, head them over to madmumsy.com where straight up they'll get hit up but you're looking for a job and <laughs> sign up here and um, that's my passion I want people to know all about getting into the mines and mostly knowing what they may be in for so if uh, you know anyone shoot them over Mad Mumsy's way in the meantime stay safe oh of course I've got to keep saying this Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And now you can listen. If you're an Android user, you can listen on the new Google Podcasts app. Not Google Play, because in Australia we can't be on Google Play. But Google Podcasts, they have a new app. So Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or just head to the website and you can push play there. So until next time, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun for we only live once. Cheers. And P.S. If you're actually listening to this while you're at an airport <laughs> or on a plane, I hope that you're smiling and not frowning going, she hasn't got a freaking clue, a fucking clue. She ain't got a fucking clue. Oh, and go to Netflix and find that show. I've only seen season one and it's it's amazing. And you're probably sick of hearing it, but it's fucking awesome. (laughs) Love you. See ya. Bye.